How's the new iPad working? I'm so confused. It's good. I can draw with my hand. Well, that doesn't. You're tapping on it and it's not doing anything. It is. It is. I'm getting some marks. Or I could do like. Uh, here's my confusion. When I want, if I want to slide up to make my paper longer, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this, and it's. Oh, just erase them. Excellent. I I'm learning. That's good. That's really good. I'm glad that you're learning. Old dog, new tricks. I'm tempted to kind of make fun of you just a little bit, but I know that if I were, I have a super old iPad, so if I were having to, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to use that one, I would be very confused as well. Thank I'd you. I'd be doing that thing. I don't even wear glasses, but I would somehow You'd find some glasses and I'd have to like adjust them. Yeah. You know? It's a, it's a painful, the ego's taking a hit when you have to ask the kids how to help you do stuff. Because I yeah. think of myself as techno savvy, not expert, but okay. you know, like figure outable. Do you remember? I'm an engineer. I can figure out an iPad, right? Uh, apparently not. It's funny that you said techno savvy because that made me think of techno music. Yeah, that's not at all what I was thinking. But I think. But techno, I get it. Okay, same word. Techno. Root word. Techno, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That thing you just did. That kind of. I, I don't like that. <laughs> Not that you did it. No, you know there's a song. I'm sorry. It's okay. There's a song by Lauren Daigle with um, someone else. And mm -hmm. uh, um, I forgot the person's name. But it has that thing, and it kind of like irritates my ear. I understand. Is that, that a thing? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Am I annoyed by it, or is that a thing that annoys people? Oh, I think that's a thing that annoys people. Okay. Rightly so. Yeah. Okay. something weird going on with my shoulder my left shoulder you told me that it's still yeah, I can't, a problem i have like old man shoulder it's it's called frozen motion? shoulder i can't do anything is that it's the really, technical term yeah uh adhesive capsulitis Ooh, the, that's the technical term the technical term yeah but i have this I, like i have really limited mobility i can't i can't really sleep at night because i i'm a side sleeper mm -hmm. and i'm a side sleeper on that shoulder and i just i can't sleep dang it um yeah, it's 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 been crazy. Wow. Um, so like when I reached for the water just now, I was like, oh, I can do that with this shoulder. But if like the water was on the other side, I couldn't I couldn't. OK, I'm very sorry. Mm -hmm. I've got tennis elbow real bad. Are you playing a lot of tennis? No, I could tell you how it ha how I think it happened. How's that? And then you're like, wow, you're really old and out of shape. Mm -hmm. I got a new water bottle thing that has mm -hmm. a handle mm -hmm. and it's 40 ounces. Oh, OK. When it's full. It's heavy. heavy. Yeah. And I picked it, like I used it for a full day, maybe two days. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my elbow really hurts. And now if I'm just sitting still every once in a while, there's like a little bing, a little like pain a, that like shoots a, through yeah. when I'm not using it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not going to make fun of you because that's how I feel about oh. my shoulder. I don't even know if I did something I, like it's been on and off for a long time. And the last probably six weeks, it's every day it hurts. And how does that affect guitar playing? 
thankfully, not too much. Okay. Um, because my position when I'm playing guitar, my position is comfortable. It okay. doesn't hurt my shoulder and it's pretty static. I don't move my shoulder too much. Um, cause I'm pretty boring on stage. I don't move around. You're not anything. jumping and doing no, splits in the air not and stuff. Anymore. <laughs> too old. Ooh, not that. anymore. There was a Too time. Old. There was a time. Yeah. Is there video footage? There is. Oh but I'm not gonna yeah. Show it to you. We should, where would it be located? It's on, is it like on a public forum? Somewhere? It'll be on like YouTube or Facebook somewhere, uh, but it's like, huh. it's buried. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, seriously. Like Challenge I, accepted. I feel, um, I feel very, I, you know, my left shoulder feels very old. It's, and I'm turning 40 in two days. It is kind of old. <laughs> it's like, I'm falling apart, man. I feel like the Tin Man, like I need, uh, you know, I need some oil. Yeah. Um, but I, I go to, actually go to a physical therapy tomorrow, and then I go to physical therapy again next week. And we've got, we're, I'm, they're okay. thinking it's going to need like four or five sessions. sessions right now. Yeah. And then after those sessions, you probably have to do those exercises on your own too. Yeah. Well, well, and yeah. I've got to get back into working out anyway. Like it's, it's really, I mean, I wasn't working out regularly before, but it's really, really slowed me down from doing, doing yeah. anything, um, lately. It's been tough. So I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm just sitting around getting fatter, you know, <laughs> like it's awful. Um, thank you for laughing Welcome at that. I appreciate voice. it. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> all right. I mean, we're all going in that direction. Yeah. You mean dying? Yeah, yeah. We're all going that direction. Yeah. <laughs> we are. I'm just, I'm just, Who are we I'm kidding? just one of the gang. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I met a guy one time. Um, he was probably in his early fifties and he had started like, and I think he'd already always been a pretty fit, healthy person, but he started in his mid forties, like ultra marathoning and like all, like all day was Mm-mm. exercise. Like everything Mm-mm. he did was kind of like, can I work outside today? Cause it can be exercise. And he was determined to live to be a hundred. He was like, I'm going to live to be a hundred. He would tell you that. Like I barely met the guy. He was like, I'm going to live to be a hundred. And I remember thinking, but you're so weird. <laughs> the world doesn't need you to like, live that like, long. Like people are going to be like, oh, ain't no that Betty White. this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's mean. I hope he lives to be a hundred, but I just couldn't, I couldn't help it. I'm a, and me on the other hand is like, Jesus, if you want to come now, I'm cool. Let's just do it. Could be now. Both of my, both of my grandmothers, um, felt that way mm-hmm. and were very happy about it. And people in the family were like, kind of like shocked. Don't and they were say like, that. Yeah. They're like, like the last, the last, uh, my, my dad's mom. Uh, my grandma Lala, the last conversation I had with her was about a month before she died. Um, and she said, mijito, which means my son or my, my little one in Spanish. Um, mijito, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I, she, was, she was like, mijito, I'm ready to go see your grandpa. I'm ready to go see Jesus. I'm ready. She's like, I don't want to die. Like I'm happy, right. you know, I'm a happy, I'm in a happy place. I love y'all and everything, but, if Jesus but I'm ready is to like, see the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Jesus. And Jesus. Yeah. And paradise. And paradise. Yeah. Um, my, my grandma Betty on my mom's side was, was pretty much the same way. She was like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the life I've lived. I'm ready to go. Yeah. That's a life well lived. Yeah. When you can look back and be like. That's pretty cool. It's pretty, there was no, there was no fear for either one. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's really neat. We should podcast. I mean, I think we are. I think we are too. You mean on a specific topic. On a specific topic. (laughs) Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, let's get started. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. Hi, Nikki. Hello, James. How are you? I am fantastic. 
Um, That's not true. I got a post-nasal drip. You got a post-nasal drip. We talked about um, post-nasal. If there's such a thing as post-nasal, what is nasal? And nasal what is and pre-nasal. pre-nasal. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't figure it out. Um, we're not doctors, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Um, man, I'm good. I, I'm good, though. If I had to be someone's doctor... Uh, I don't think I could be taken seriously because yeah. I would crack jokes at inopportune times. I'm just not. I'm just, just to not, keep it light. I'm just not cut out for it. I'm just not. I'd be like. Um, How's your gag reflex? My, would that yeah, be an issue? Yeah. For me, that would be an issue. Yeah. Like my my entire practice would be like, are you getting enough sleep? You should go take a nap. <laughs> Here's some water. Yeah. You need water? You need water and a nap. And a nap. Yeah. Oh, you're feeling fussy. Maybe you need a juice box and a nap. Here you go. Go lay down. Some Cheerios. Yeah, I would basically treat uh, like toddlers. everyone like like a toddler <laughs> or a or a dog. Like be like you know. Here's a Scooby snack. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of sleep it off in this crate. Oh yeah, you know, you're good. Yeah, you're fine. You're safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today? Not naps. Not naps. We're, no. ta- we're continuing our conversation about the Beatitudes. We are. Uh, we're going to kind of jump ahead in the Because there's a few of them. There are a few of them. We're going to jump ahead in the list of Beatitudes found in uh, the fifth chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And, um, you know, we've said on this podcast before, we don't like to get too theological. And we're not, we're, we're really not trying to approach the Beatitudes from a real theological perspective. We're looking at the Beatitudes as um, kind of ways to live your life. right? Yeah. And so think about... Um, you know, the, those lists, they were popular there in the 90s, early 2000s, like everything I need to know, I learned in kindergarten. Oh, everything I, I need to know, yeah. I learned from, you know. Those were good things. Yeah, right? That kind of thing. Keep um, it simple. Chicken soup for the soul, that kind of thing, the right? They te- teach these really simple lessons. And the Beatitudes, when we look at them, um, not, not only as these very high, deep theological concepts uh, given to us by the divine God, Jesus, right? Uh, but we also we can also look at them as these very practical mm-hmm. uh, life lessons given to us by the human Jesus, right? And, and of course, human Jesus and divine Jesus are working together, right? Mm-hmm. There's really not um, this this huge separation in the teachings. He wants us to unpack the full beauty, right, and, and the the full depth of of all of his teaching. Mm-hmm. But I think the Beatitudes are are unique in that they they do. Um, Jesus is, is being very, uh, in terms of practical ways to live your life, Jesus is being very specific. Specific just like God was specific when he gave the Ten Commandments to Moses. Mm-hmm. Specific just like the laws we read in, in Leviticus, right? Those things like that, that that are just like, do this. Do this thing um, as a way to not only connect with God, but to live um, a holier, more... Um, more God-focused, more mm-hmm. Christ-centered life. Um, but I think G- Jesus also, uh, in the Beatitudes, what's, what's really cool to me is that when you kind of get into them, you realize that Jesus is really encouraging us to do these things in order to be happy. Mm. He wants our lives to be simple and efficient and effective mm-hmm. and happy. Yeah, uh, very gracious of him exactly. to care about us that much that he exactly. knows. They need some help, mm-hmm. and he provides us with some some guidelines. And he doesn't want us to approach Christianity, or or for some of us, like leave Christianity because it feels so complicated. Yeah. Because it feels so like, man, I, I could never get all of this right. Can't remember all the rules. I can't follow all the rules. Yeah. And so he wants us to focus on some specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if we focus on those things, we'll be moving the right direction. We can trust that mm -hmm. we're going to be moving the right direction. Um, we did something really fun uh, this um, this past week. Uh, we went to uh, our, our our friends Emma and Isaac Lensing. They got married mm -hmm. uh, on Saturday, and we went to their wedding. And we were both there, uh, and we stepped out of the wedding reception and recorded a little um, snippet, a little snippet, a little soundbite, uh, because the Beatitudes they they actually chose. Um, the readings uh, chose the, the Beatitudes as their gospel readings. So we're going to play yeah. that for you right now. You'll hear it in just a second. Um, and we're going to listen to it mm. again. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, really fun. Um, it was all kind of spur of the moment uh, stuff. Uh, just recorded on my phone. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of talk, kind of break that down and, and talk about uh, the spe specific Beatitude. And I'll go ahead and, and read it real, real quick. Um, so this is Matthew chapter five, verse eight. Uh, it says, blessed are the clean of heart, or your translation might say pure of heart. I think that's what we say in our little snippet. Um, blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. We're going to talk about what that means and um, and how we can kind of apply that to our, our ragamuffin lives. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Okay. Take three. Take three. Take three. Oh, we're really taking three. Yeah, that was yeah. our third. This is our third go try. Go at it. We're in a different now app I'm now. I'm acting like I'm from Britain or something, saying our third go at it. At it. Yeah. Right. Why? Why do people do that? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. It's weird. Um, there was like a whole, there were a whole bunch of bands in the '90s that tried to sound British. Do you remember that? Why they try? Like I guess because that feels like ooh more elite. I think or it something. came. I think it came out of the punk thing. Like um, the punk thing of the '70s. There's so much more punk. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Are in they? excess? No, they were Australian. Well, who am I thinking of? Duran Duran. Were they? Yeah. Yes. And now we get to see how much I don't know about. Are they even nineties? Duran Duran. Uh, they're eighties. Or eighties. Yeah. Crap. Hungry like the wolf. Yeah. 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 Her name is Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? This is fantastic. I love, I love this is that podcast album. gold. <laughs> um, if this recording sounds a little strange, Ragamuffins, we are coming to you uh, from our friend, uh, friends Isaac and Emma's wedding reception. The Lensings. The Lensings. Where are we right now, Nikki? We are in Cyprus, Texas. Yes. Which is on the outskirts of Houston. The outskirts of Houston, I yes. think so, yes. according to my ways. It is. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, it is uh, in like North North Houston. We're at this beautiful um, uh, reception venue called Bridal Oaks. We got to see their, their beautiful the wedding uh, at Christ the Redeemer Catholic Church earlier I'm today. I'm impressed that you know the names I'm of the things. I'm concentrating really hard right Cause now. Because I just like plug the numbers into my map program like like coordinates you know, oh, like the CIA address, or address, okay, address address okay gotcha okay. the coordinates I, well you said numbers and I, yes, I just thought I did of the like, bearings oh, yeah no I did um, not so we got to see this really uh, beautiful wedding ceremony um, for two of our friends uh, it's been a minute since we've podcasted uh Yes, because life has been lifey. Life has been lifey. DCYC got canceled because of weather. So our promise to record from there mm -hmm. has yeah. been broken. It didn't work But out. not because of us. That yeah. is not on us. Yeah. Um, city of Waco blame, shutting things down. Blame the city of Waco. Dead That's gummit. right. No, it was it was, it was was the right choice to keep everybody safe yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, uh, even though it was a disappointing choice. Super disappointing. But we wanted to uh, give you kind of a little taste of something live, right, that we were both, uh, <laughs> we're both here, we're both excited to be here, so we thought, let's step out on the back porch and... Uh, a porch conversation. A we porch need conversation. sweet teas. We do. We do need sweet teas. It's a little chilly, though. Maybe we need... A warm tea? Or some coffee. Some coffee. Coffee talk. Yeah, that would be fun. Oh. 
Um, I miss no, I miss Linda Richmond. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Um, but uh, we just thought it was so cool that um, the bride and groom Isaac and Emma for their uh, their readings. Um, the gospel reading that they chose mm-hmm. for their wedding uh, in the Catholic Church, you can you get to choose from like a, a, a selection of readings uh, for your for your wedding if mm-hmm. you're if you're having a wedding, and um, uh, they chose the Beatitudes for their gospel reading. So all the all the readings are kind of designed to make sense uh, for married life, right? And and for the priest to be able to kind of give you some advice, give you some wisdom mm-hmm. um, on what God wants for us in marriage. And the Beatitudes certainly apply to any state of life, including. Right. marriage right and um, he focused on just this beautiful beatitude that I guess we'll talk about in the next episode we'll go in depth hey hey that's awesome we can do that I love it when the, wor- Look, when the universe just gives us something right? to talk about and Isaac and Emma thank you for coordinating your wedding readings with our podcast yeah We're it's just very, it's very nice very of you privileged to participate in that way uh, next time I would like <laughs> like an email heads up <laughs> So we could plan. We can plan, and yes, we're not yes, recording yes. things on my phone. You know? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, but uh, the the priest, uh, I think his name was Father Sean. He focused on um, uh, the beatitude of, of about purity of heart, uh, and and it basically says, "Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God." Uh, and I just think that's so beautiful, so powerful. I I think of. Um, I think of so many great saints. I think of people mm. like my my grand, my two grandmothers who yeah. just had this sent this you just got this feeling of their purity and their wholeness mm-hmm. right and and it felt like they were they were so close to god right it felt like they were really really you know just 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 near to jesus all the time and maybe even so near that they could like see him like that mm-hmm. was a very that's a very sort of tangible thing for me especially thinking about them yeah and i i just you know if you we, we just want to kind of take a moment to tell our listeners that if you um if you're wanting that sort of exponential growth in your relationship with God, offering him your heart, asking yeah. him to purify your heart, to come into your life and to make your heart new. We talk about it in, in uh, the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, 26. Um, I will give you a clean heart. He's going to take out our old heart and give us a clean heart. Um, it was just such a beautiful thing to witness uh, at their wedding, to witness mm-hmm. the priest kind of talking about that and giving them that advice of offering their heart to each other in their marriage. Yeah. And then off offering their hearts collectively to God, and uh, not even like a blemished heart, but the, but a clean heart. A clean heart. And yeah. I can't hear that without hearing when Collectives create in me a clean, clean heart. I can't hear it without hearing Matt Mars give me a clean heart. The song. Clean he has heart. a song. He has yeah. a song called Clean Heart. It's really good. It's really good. Is yeah. It old? Yeah. No. Uh, well, uh, like 2018. Oh. Yeah. It's on the Echoes album. It's really good. Is that how you named your dog? No. She was. She's way older. She's than pre. She's pre that pre album. that album. Okay. Yeah. She's pre me knowing anything about Matt Marr. Really. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Dang. I got, yeah. Yeah. Um. Segway. Anyway. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so. Uh, so we're gonna. We're hopefully already in this podcast episode. If I'm good at editing, we're already kind of talking about um, purity of heart. We're already uh-huh. kind of talking about making, uh, making your heart. God's temple, making your heart mm. God's place of, of residence in your life. Um, there have been a lot of other big things kind of going on in life that we'll talk about in the podcast episode. Are we? Yeah, we will. Okay. Is that is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm not going to um, put anybody on the spot. We just really wanted to invite you, our ragamuffins, into a fun experience that we're having. There's a lot of, of our tech friends and family here. It's been fantastic. You know what I was sharing with one of our friends in there from tech is that it just really feels like a family. It does. And... Um, I think when we say that sometimes to people who haven't experienced tech, it could f- seem 
hokey or premature or like, oh, sure, it's a family. Mm-hmm. But gosh, it really does. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think it's because it our hearts are united in in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, just makes that connection that much stronger. It does. It does. We've all, we've all you know, there's certainly the shared experience of mm. the retreat. Um, but there's also this... I think there's this shared experience of growth after the retreat mm. of, of real mm-hmm. God kind of working in your life. Well, it's like the practical living it. Certainly. certainly. So what's and that going to look like for you? Exactly. And I think, I think that that gets back to one, being pure of heart and being open mm-hmm. to that. And then two, what we've talked about so often, which is finding a community, Yeah. finding your people. So if you, if you finding your people in faith, so if you mm-hmm. can't get to a tech retreat or another, you know, an axe retreat or, or another retreat experience, you know, invest in that time in your in your mm-hmm. church. Invest in that time in your, you know, wherever your people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that, that you're doing things that that um, uh, that kind of get you out there amongst uh, amongst other Christians, amongst other people um, that are that are leaning into their relationship mm-hmm. with God because it really does make a huge difference. Yeah, I feel like too. It's important that if it feels a little awkward, you're probably on the right path. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we can. We can talk about uh, maybe kind of how it starts out at a, at a wedding reception. Yeah. Not everybody jumps out at the dance floor. No. Nope. Jumps on the dance floor at once at the beginning. Um, but, you know, you, you, you have you have a couple drinks and uh, the, the bride and groom are having a good time. Yes. Uh, if the and bride and groom are having a good time. That's right. And then everybody's on the dance floor. Everybody's on the dance floor. And it's that's fantastic. Right. It is fantastic. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been a really wonderful night. So we thank you, Ragamuffins. We thank you for this opportunity to kind of. Uh, come to you and give you a little bit of a news flash about yeah. tech of Central Texas stuff. Uh, important stuff like like people getting married and being in love and giving their hearts to God. And the truth of community and that, you know, you have the opportunity to be family with people. Create, create a family environment um, where you are with your people of faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, pray for Isaac and Emma. Uh, pray for us, uh, pray for each other, and we'll be praying for you, and we will get back to the rest of the episode right now. After the reception? After the reception. A few days after. A few days after. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Bye, Ragamuffins. Peace. Peace. Peace and party. So that was kind of awesome. Um, it's kind of awesome listening uh. listening back to that together. Um yeah. Uh, kind of honing in on that. Keep it awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we definitely listen to ourselves. Uh, we, we listen to the podcast, right? I like to kind of yeah. reflect. It sounds very, like I'm very into myself. But I do no. kind of like to reflect back on the things that we talk about. Yeah. Right? And I'm also concerned that I, I don't want, don't ever want anything to be like, like weird or confusing or anything like that. So it's kind of a quality check. Sure. So we can back, circle back. Yeah. But listening back to that <laughs> was, um, was interesting. Uh, cause you can tell we're both having a lot of fun and there's like, you know, dance music. You going can hear on that the beat in the background. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's nice. Um, that was cool. But we did, uh, we did get to, uh, some pretty cool points there. I think, uh, that we can definitely talk about today. Um, one thing that I, that I heard a lot about, um, or that, that I noticed that we talked about a lot in there, there was a good chunk in there was, was, community mm-hmm. um and i don't think necessarily i don't think we think of when we, when we look at the beatitudes they, they feel like to me anyway they feel like things that are kind of directed to the single person so so oh. you know, so james you specifically do this right um but jesus you know now that i look at it jesus is talking in 
in plural, like he's talking mm-hmm. to to you know a group of people in the sermon, sermon on the mount. He says they. He says they. Yeah. Um, he says uh, like the merciful, the pure of heart, the peacemakers. Yeah. Um, so everything is everything is plural, and uh, and I think it's uh, that community aspect of beatitude, that community aspect of kind of living this this holy life, striving for this holy life. Um, it's really important. It's definitely something that Jesus. Uh, took into consideration in his own life that he that he did in his own life it's, it's something that he wants us to to like to grow from to learn from to benefit from yes in in our lives as well yes and like um it's kind of like um my pilates instructor whenever she tells us how to do something she always says and and if you do it like this that is a progression i feel like the beatitudes by yourselves are like this way but Beatitudes with the idea of community in mind is mm-hmm. a progression of definitely, that. definitely, and yeah. and the fact that we were at a wedding, you know, whenever we talk about um, marital life, it's kind of like that is the epitome of um, challenging your your. Um, oh man, I can't think of good words right now. It's just a challenge to be good, a good Christian mm-hmm. when you have someone else to consider. Sure. I that mean, sounds you, really bad. No, no, it's but but we're not. Why is so, it so hard for me? <laughs> so I mean, so if we think about if we go all the way back to to Adam and Eve, right? And and you've got this, you know, you've got Adam sort of crying out to God that that none of the animals mm. are sufficient, right? Yeah. That he wants this partner. And then when Eve is created, Eve is created essentially on God's final day. Right, he's he's the Eve is the last thing that God makes. Eve is God's masterpiece, and Adam looks at Eve and says, "At last, this one is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Like this one makes sense to me, mm-hmm, right?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, literally in the next chapter, you have Adam and Eve in kind of this desperate situation where where Adam has been entrusted with Eve's care, and and Eve has been you know given to Adam to 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 care for him as mm-hmm. well. And yet Eve is off kind of, you know, talking with the snake and, and, and kind of buying into this idea that, that it's all about her. Adam is, um, I love telling my, my teens this, that, that, you know, Adam was supposed to be protecting Eve, yeah. right? was, was given, you know, was, was supposed to be there for her. And while she's going through this temptation in the garden, he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Right. And then when she does pick the fruit, he's right there with her eating it. Right. Yeah. So, so. Not really holding each other accountable. Exactly, we have Adam and Eve sort of giving in to this this selfish behavior, mm-hmm. and I think that's the challenge in marriage. That's the challenge in friendship. That's the challenge right. in even your relationship with yourself. Is are you are you um, are you only focused on what's making me comfortable, what's making me mm. happy, maybe what's right in front of me, right? And we're not talking about self care here. We're talking right. about talking about being selfish, and those are those are different things. Correct. Um, Man, that it, it that is so uh, such the message of the Beatitudes is mm-hmm. that there not only is is God sort of calling us to to live these beautiful things, live these kind of beautiful concepts uh, in community with one another, but out of a sense of of duty, mm-hmm. out of a sense of of sacrifice for the greater good for someone else, right? right? And so, um, yeah, it's just a just a wonderful way to kind of reflect on not only marriage, but just, just relationships with people, relationships within families, within the church, um, in the world in general. And, 
hopefully we can look at the Beatitudes and kind of draw out some ways to, to treat each other better. I think that's kind of the first, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, that's the first thing that they see is, is okay, well, you know, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be clean of heart, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like in my life? How does that affect my relationships? How does that affect, you know, not only my relationship with God, but maybe I see that first in my relationship with my spouse or my relationship with my kids. Yeah. Right. How does that, that purity of heart, um, benefit me? Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's not easy. And I would say that a lot of times it's not even fun necessarily to, to, to strive for these things that feel yeah. so fundamentally different than, mm-hmm. than the world. And it feels like a striving for perfection, which, um, I'm so quick to say like, oh, we, you know, we're made in God's image, but we're not perfect. And I, I tend to rest there. I, um, I wonder, uh, I wonder if, um, there's a, there's a little bit of, I wonder about God's sense of humor when I read the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I don't think God is necessarily being tongue in cheek or trying to hide anything from us, but I think there are times in, in scripture and times in the things that Jesus says, whether they're really sort of complex things in a lot of words or really simple things, right. Um, where God wants us to, to, we're, we're only going to get the complete picture if we, if we really kind of dig in mm-hmm. to those things. And then I think, you know, and, and sitting in a reading scripture, like, you know, is, and we've talked about that or, or sitting and kind of fit, contemplating those things in prayer is one way that we dig in. But I think with the Beatitudes, Jesus expects us to try to apply these things in our lives and to have to come back to him because it's hard yeah, and because it's confusing. And I think we, we might even get like excited about living these different things and, and living out these different things in our lives. And then we try to go apply them and it's like, I'm really trying to, to live this way in my life with my spouse or, you know, this, my family or whatever. And it's really hard. And God, I need like some more directions. I need some yeah. clarification. I got to dig into this and figure out what, it, what, what that means. If that's been your experience with any scripture, I, I think that's totally, I, I kind of think that's what God wants. That's the point of that's scripture point. sometimes just yeah. to, to dig in yeah. further. And, and, and to know that you're not, you're not necessarily going to get the whole picture on the first try. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think we talked about in the little soundbite that you heard, you know, some things that sort of right off the top jump out at us. Mm-hmm. So um, our conversation today is going to be very much things that kind of jump out at us and, mm-hmm. and not necessarily, um, you know, we fully expect that there are going to be things that we miss and that's okay. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I can't, I can't, you know, this concept of community is just so powerful. Um, it's jumping out at you today. It is, it is. And, and, and I just imagine the church, um, or, or, you know, this, I don't know, this group of very blessed, very hopefully, uh, self-sacrificing people, mm-hmm. um, being clean of heart. We'll talk about what that means. And then seeing God, this idea that, that they will see God. Cause that um, almost seems scary. Like does, aren't our eyes going to terrifying burn? Yeah. Like, think can of like, we see him and not like, die? You mean like in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Like, are we going to, are, are we going to melt? Right. Like <laughs> maybe like I just, I, no, but that's, but seriously, like what so does that mean? Yeah. He is, he is so magnificent. And that's such a big, um, a big, powerful, um, 
a big powerful thing to to even contemplate. Yeah. Right. Um, that when we, you know, it's it's it sort of comes across as when we accomplish X thing, we're going to get Y result. Uh-huh. Right. And so often in scripture, like God doesn't work that way. Like it's really the love of God that that you know that brings us to him Mm -hmm. we can't do anything to earn it so what is God really saying Mm. about this right and and my my first not my first but after giving that some thought and really even since the wedding like giving it some thought is okay when I'm clean of heart it kind of gets back to I don't know if it was last episode or a couple episodes ago we talked about cleaning out your fridge oh making space and like there having to be room for the the grocery for the new groceries right and when we're clean of heart Mm. And that there's a part A, which is how do we get clean of heart? And then there's a part B of do we give that space in our heart? Do we give that, you know, that that room in our heart to God? Like, what are we setting that aside for? Okay. Why, why are we, why do we have a cleanliness of heart, right? And when we give that to God, man, God doesn't waste an inch. He doesn't waste any of that room. Like, he... You know, we talk about God being gentle and being a gentleman, but once we let him in, he's greedy. He's a jealous God that like will will take absolutely as much as we give him and then will encourage us to stretch. Okay, tell me what you mean by that. And and give me a practical example from your life from so so I just got engaged. Hey, that was I was wondering if that was going to bubble up. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Congrats. how all that went. Um, maybe uh, maybe on the next episode that would be really fun. Um, but in praying for that, and in praying um, in moments, and in really really wonderful, really blessed, excited prayer, and then also in times of distress and discernment, trying to figure out, you know, you know, is is how am I going to go about this? And is this the, is this the right thing to, uh, to do in my life? And that kind of thing. We just, uh, we're getting a sign. Um, a light just popped on in the room where we're recording as I'm saying this. So, um, yeah, You're on the right I'm, path, I'm on the right path. Buddy. Yeah. Um, but you know, kind of, kind of just saying, God, I'm, I give this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving this to you. I'm giving this to you. You gave him space. And then, but what was interesting was the prayer would get more challenging. Mm after that would happen and I'd feel this consolation from God that God is going to take this and he's going to he's going to run with it and then that conversation would get tougher well James you know In order this, isn't, for... this isn't necessarily about um, you know maybe things between me and Christine right this is about things between James and God mm. right and so this is the stuff that we're going to have to work on in order for you to e. to to, to be consoled in order for mm-hmm. you to feel like this, you know, this is moving that right direction. And if you want this, right, and, and I believe this is where God's calling me to, is calling me to marriage. But if you want this and you want to say yes to this, God is going to, like, he's, he's, a, he's a good, good father. He is not just going to say, okay, well, here's the, here's the prize. Yeah. Right? He is going to say, James, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold back mm-hmm. um, on any of the responsibility that is getting married, that is getting engaged. I'm not going to hold back on any of the responsibility that is sacrificing for someone else. I'm going to let you know that when you say sacrifice, <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be something, literally a part of yourself that you give away mm. in order to benefit someone else, yeah. in order to, 
to, to move towards this greater good, to move towards God in this, in this more tangible, powerful way in your life in order to see God. Okay. Right. And so encouraging, like giving God the room to grow in my heart, um, requires me to, to move out some of the junk. Now, definitely in all of our lives, I think some of the junk is sin. Mm-hmm. Some of the junk is like, I'm doing this thing or, or I think about, um, people in certain ways, or I have an issue with this person or that person. And I need to get rid of that mm-hmm. because that's just kind of festering. Yeah. But it's also, what am I holding back from God? What am I holding back? What are you still not right? offering? It's like there's a slice of cheesecake in the fridge and one day I'm going to eat it, but it's been there like a year. So I probably shouldn't. It's moldy, bro. It's moldy, bro. <laughs> God's like, God's going, Hey, this is, this is not good for you anymore. Let's get rid of that. Right. Like let's let go. And that of that. can be painful to, it can be here. It, yeah. it can be. Um, but I think that's, that's kind of, um, it's not necessarily that we accomplish this purity of heart, right? It's not something that kind of, we grasp for ourselves. I think it's almost something that we accept. God is offering us okay. this purity of heart. He's offering to kind of help us clean he's out the fridge. He's asking us to accept the challenge to take the space. of purity of heart. And he's saying, he's saying James, like you've, you, you have to say yes to this. And once we do, then things become things become radically different. Real I'm fast. stuff around in your fridge. Exactly. Yeah. Be yeah. prepared. Yeah. And I'm even going into the deep freeze. Like I'm getting Ooh. rid of all that freezer burn crap you got. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. painful. It is. It is painful, but it's. It's, it's good and it's necessary. And man, how good does it feel after your fridge is cleaned? It does. So nice. It does. It feels great. Yeah. It feels great. Um, I was, I was kind of looking at, um, I was looking at the footnotes for, um, this, um, blessed are the clean of heart, like, um, in the Psalms, right. Uh, so in Psalm 24 and Psalm 42, um, they talk about, uh, King David talks about kind of this, this, uh, that he kind of defines like what cleanliness of heart means. And in the old Testament, um, what it's referring to is only one quote, whose heart is clean can take part in temple worship to be with God in the temple is described in Psalm 42, three as beholding his face. Ooh. But here the promise to the clean of heart is it will see God, not in the temple, but in the coming kingdom. All right. And, and what's amazing about that is like, where is the kingdom? Mm-hmm. The kingdom is in, daily, everyday life. Like daily, simple, everyday life. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, not only in the time of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Um, be, because you, you can you can hear about like this patriarchy, this hierarchy of who's holy and who's less holy, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the time of Christ. But in our daily lives too, yeah. a lot of us, don't necessarily think of ourselves as holy. We think of mm. holiness as something that's like far off. And Jesus is actually here saying like, no, like the kingdom is here and the kingdom is in you and for mm. you. Yeah. And, and that means that. Yeah, why holi- does it make me squirm a little? There's a lot of responsibility in that. I think, I think God's love is uncomfortable. Cause it's so. It's big. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. I mean, um, just imagine, uh, you know, just imagine being a, I don't know. It's almost, it's almost like, it's almost like when you're, I don't know about you. Like I can remember my first day of kindergarten. Like I have that memory and I can Mm -hmm. remember thinking that the school was 
really big mm-hmm. and like looking down the hallway and being kind of like impressed, but also kind of scared. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's was just an elementary school, yeah. but very intimidated that it was like, you know, it was, it was scary and mm-hmm. it was, and it was weird, but it was also like exciting. And I, I was an only child, so I'd never so been around many that people. many, that many kids <laughs> at one time. Right. And I'd never, you know, had to, um, never really had to learn from, anyone other than like my preschool teacher and my mom right like yeah like it was that kind of thing and and I think that's I, I think that's the squirminess that we feel is just understanding that it's it's big and there's something that resonates in our soul in our being with that yeah power that's a lot it is a lot it is a lot that's good we um we had a lot of fun at the wedding we got to see um we definitely got to see that community in action we got to kind of yeah. feel that uh, what was your, what was, what was, what was your takeaway? What was like, what was the thing that kind of made you feel good as you were, um, as you were enjoying yourself with everyone mm, there? As I was enjoying myself. I like this. Um, I would say, uh, so s- since my involvement with tech goes back a few decades, um, and my original tech time was in New Orleans and, um, you know, when we moved here, I left that community, you know, 500 miles away and it was just big and nurturing and it felt like a big family. So coming here and starting, um, a new tech center, um, it just felt sparse for so long. And then my big takeaway at this wedding was that we're getting there and we're growing and, uh, we're, we're getting the community that I remember as being full and lush and uh, just having big handfuls of people that I could count on for for prayer, for fun, for living life, for holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. All those things feel mm-hmm. like um, seeds that I've, I and other people have planted and God has helped to plant that I'm getting the privilege of watching grow. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you plant seeds in, in a ministry and you don't get to see it mm-hmm. grow. Like it happens after you've left. And so it just feels very, um, I feel very thankful to God that I am, uh, able to witness this community flourish like it is. Mm-hmm. I feel very hopeful. I do too. I do too. I, I, um, I, as you're saying that I, I can remember father Wade, you know, calling me and telling me, you know, have you ever heard of a tech retreat and being like, Nope, never heard of it. And him saying, "Okay, well, uh, there's going to be one in New Buckle Orleans. Buckle up, buddy. I want you to go." <laughs> and pretty much just tell it. Like I, I didn't even. He work, didn't I didn't ask, even huh? work for him anymore. He was really? at like a different church, and he was like, "We're going to this thing." And it was like, oh, "I like the way he bossed okay. you around." Yeah, yeah. Um, but that sort of small uh, seed of, mm-hmm. of Father Way just kind of saying, "Hey, like, like, let's try this thing, right?" And and of course, you know, me saying yes to doing that. Um, at my first tech, I didn't, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. I didn't know anyone other than Father Wade. Everybody was, you know, was from New Orleans, right? And, and tech's a community experience, community so experience. that kind of so feels was, a little bit like, oh. It was odd, right? Yeah. And it was really me. It was a, a moment where I had to step out of my comfort zone and be like, hey, nice to meet you, and that kind of thing. Which How was that for Not you, always my favorite thing. Friend? Yeah. <laughs> but to fast forward, you know. 10 years yeah, now. Yeah, it's uh, our 10-year anniversary. To see how much it's grown and to see mm-hmm. all of these relationships that that God has kind of formed, um, even you know, meeting my fiance. Yes. And, and, and getting to know her and getting to know, you know, her friends, like the friends that invited her to tech. Like yeah. that, it's just such, it's like this just crazy, you know, vine of, 
of it's it, it is it starts with a mustard seed and it becomes the tree right that the yeah. birds come and dwell in and, and um, so it's such a it's such a beautiful thing a- again it all comes from this uh, in in your life in my life in anyone's life that is saying yes to God it comes from this moment or these moments where we we allow God a little more room mm. in our hearts we allow God to in that I don't want to say empty space but that blank canvas of, yeah. of our pure hearts we allow God to kind of write his message there as opposed to this other stuff that we let get in mm-hmm. the way um, we are are really really uh, fortunate I think in that this um, this time in the world at this at this kind of juncture in the world you know, and, and looking, thinking about this a little bit bigger picture. Um, I do think that one of the ways that the world is struggling right now and people in general are struggling and, and maybe it's highlighted because of our, our use of social media, our, mm-hmm. our, you know, a lot of the different stuff that's going on and, and how much suffering there is going on in, you know, all over the world and different kinds of suffering yeah. now. Um, I, I, I think that we are in a very privileged place in that if we're given this opportunity for a clean heart, if we're given this opportunity to really see God, I think that compels us to to radically change our lives if we need to, mm-hmm. right? There's some like, you know, with great, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. There's that whole thing. But it also kind of sets <coughs> us up as the people who are going to go out and encourage others mm-hmm. to make some room in their hearts, encourage others to, to, to pursue that cleanliness of heart, that purity of heart and to pursue their own relationship with God. Yeah. Um, so if this, if this, uh, scripture verse or the Beatitudes in general, if they, maybe they, maybe they're a little bit confusing or maybe they're a little bit intimidating, mm-hmm. like we've talked about. Um, I don't know about you. It makes me, a little more comfortable if I feel like I have something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel like I have, oh. That's like I was losing weight. Like, you know, oh, just not eating stuff. I don't have anything to do. So that's why, oh, uh, yeah. go walk, I'll go exercise. Because yeah. you want to be active in you your be active. Yeah. participation exactly. and achieving that goal. Exactly. And, you know, the the activity, what's what's cool about it is like, like I, I can't, I can't be the Pope. I can't be our pastor here. I can't be you, Nikki, like I can only be myself and I can only do the things that God calls me Mm -hmm. to. I can't do more than that. And I think sometimes we think that we have to do it all or we want to do it all or we want to get it all right, like in one shot. The Beatitudes make it very clear. Just focus on these things Mm -hmm. and just focus on on maybe doing these things um, as God calls you to do them. Mm -hmm. And God will take care of the rest. God will take care of the rest of the kingdom. As, as we've been talking about the Beatitudes and kind of leaning into uh, this conversation about them, I felt so much peace and freedom kind of thinking, oh, this, this is not all about me. I don't, and I don't need to do, I don't need to save the world. I don't need to save the world. Like <laughs> Jesus already did that, yeah. right? And he's God and he can, right? And, and not only, I mean, like not only is there freedom in in that thought, but just, just, it's the kind of freedom that like makes you relax. Like it makes your shoulders mm. kind of release. Because the you know what it is too. It's like you're in the confines of his care mm-hmm. 
And that helps me to relax knowing that he's got it. It does. He's asking this of me. I can do this with his guidance and mm-hmm. his support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wonder, you wonder how people like, you know, um, mother, mother Teresa or, or JP two or, um, Martin Luther King Jr. Like, like a lot of these people that we hold in such high esteem for mm-hmm. their, not only their relationship with the world, right. <clears throat> but their relationship with God and yeah. that sort of letting that relationship with God fuel their relationship with the world. Um, it's because they were willing to give, kind of give him their heart first. Ooh, they created lots of space. And willing to just say, God, you, yeah. you kind of take this space and run with it. And then they couldn't really deny his power and his, you know, movement mm-hmm. in their lives. And so they had to go do something for mother Teresa. That meant, you know, caring for the poor in India and really loving people in some really difficult situations mm-hmm. for Martin Luther King Jr. It meant looking at, you know, um, in, in, injustice and inequality and, and, yeah. and, ha- and being the voice of an entire culture, right. Oh, for JP two, yeah. it meant, okay, I, I have to communicate the love of God to the entire world. Right. Mm-hmm. He was really kind of the first Pope to ever do that. Right. It took however many popes, 2000 years, but he was the first one to say, why can't I fly to XYZ country? Why yeah. can't I be in a different country every weekend? Mm. You know, letting people know about the love of God like that, that, um, those legacies are not because those people necessarily, um, came up with those ideas all on their own. Mm-hmm. It's because they allowed God to lead them in their, in their, in his kingdom, but kind of their little corner right. of his kingdom. And that's a, um, that's something that I think we all have access to. It's something that God wants for all of us, mm-hmm. but it's also something that I think if that's scary to you, um, your kingdom might just be your family. Absolutely. It might just be your relationship with your best friend. And I think scary is, scary is not the goal, but discomfort is, is good. Cause I think that we need that in order to create that pearl of an experience. I keep Dorothy day keeps popping up in my head. Oh, she's I feel like I needed to say her name mm-hmm. because you're, you know, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're listing a lot Dorothy of really day. wonderful people in our, um, in our show notes. We'll, we'll give you some, some ideas for, for saints, for people who maybe inspire us, uh, as those who are, are clean of heart and who are, um, really just kind of willing to, um, or, or have been willing to be kind of examples of that relationship with God, uh, kind of moving in the world and moving in power. Um, I am, I'm really, really, uh, blown away by, I mean, as, as many ugly things as go on, you know, and, and maybe that we've been privy to over the last several years through different kinds of media and, and, and just this kind of more communicative world, right? Um, we also have, there's also a lot of really incredible good that happens in the world. There's a lot of, a lot of beautiful stuff. And so, um, if you're, if you're having trouble understanding like, okay, well, you know, what does it all mean? Right. If you're Mm. kind of asking those big questions, why is there so much suffering? I also think purity of heart can mean like, am I tuned into the good? Yeah. Am I tuned into the blessings that God is providing in my life? Mm. Am I tuned into the things that, um, that are good that are going on around me? Right. Am I supportive when someone else is doing good? Do I, that's a good one. Do I tell my, my brothers and sisters, Hey, good job. Right. I feel like what can go along with that as far as a simple, um, a simple suggestion type thing is just like paying attention and being, um, sensitive to what's happening around you because Mm -hmm. there's lots of good. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 
Okay, so uh, I I don't I don't want to um, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to pull out too much more. I, mm-hmm. I I really I really feel like um, keep ra- it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. And and ragamuffins, if we're if we're issuing any kind of a challenge um, this week, which which we do sometimes, um, the 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 challenge is to not. You don't necessarily have to. Um, empty your fridge all at once. Okay. Don't feel like you have to do it all in one shot. Um, and I, and I don't mean, you know, if you want to go to confession or if you want to pull your best friend aside and like really talk about life, please go for it. If you want to give it all up in prayer, go for it. But if you, if that feels overwhelming, just start with one thing, just start yeah. with one thing. Um, start with one, maybe one area of your life that you're going to focus on or one good thing that you're going to do today to try to try to allow God to lead you mm-hmm. in that thing. You know, if there's that, you know, that homeless person that you, that you, um, you pass every day. Okay. Well, today is the day I'm going to bring that person lunch. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the space I'm cleaning out of my fridge. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm going to allow God to work and to move and to kind of be himself in my life. Um, I don't want to say that's enough, but that's, it's about progress. It's about progress. Yeah. Right. You are not going to, um, you know, to, to build Rome in a day, like we're, like we're not gonna, gonna, gonna fix everything in a day. But what we can do is we can, we can get a little closer to God today. We yeah. Can, we can see a little more of his face. We can allow him to lead us a little more. Um, so that's the challenge that I'm, that, I, that we're going to kind of issue you is to just really kind of focus on one thing today, focus on one thing this week, um, where you can give God a little room, level up, level up. <laughs> Right. Don't worry about, don't worry about beating the video game. Just go to the next Just, level. Yeah. 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 And, and he knows, he knows our hearts. So, you know, he knows what, what a, a little level up is. It doesn't need to be, um, earth shattering. It just needs to be a movement in a closer to God direction. I love that. A movement in a closer to God direction. We're, we're just, we're just getting a little closer. Yeah. Right. And scooch with the knowledge that it's him. That's it's him that's right. us. It's him that's given us the grace. Right. And, and that just makes life so much easier. You know, Taylor Swift has that song, Invisible String. I like that song. I like to think that God has an invisible string. It's from like one of the newer ones, I think folklore or something. I don't know that song. Let's yeah. check it out. Invisible String. I like, I like T Swift. He's good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ragamuffins. Uh, that is going to about do it for us today. Um, we are going to pray for you. Please continue to pray for us. And, uh, um, yeah, let's all be let's all be a little more uh, pure of heart together, mm-hmm. and let's all because uh, iron God sharpens together. iron, right? Iron sharpens iron. So if I'm a little bit progressing closer to God, then that's going to cause the people around me to take notice and and want to do the same. I would hope it would cause Absolutely. them to want to do the same. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome, my friend. Let's pray all in right. the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Our, Our Father, Father who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the 
Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ragamuffins, we love you. We're praying for you. Please pray for us once again. And uh, we will see you next time. Peace. We'll talk to you next time. (laughs) We'll talk at you next time. Talk at you later. Talk at you later. It's Mardi Gras coming up. It is. We need to have a Mardi Gras episode. (sighs) Okay. Let's do it. I don't... Okay. What does that look like? I don't know. We're just throwing beads at each other. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That'll work. Bye, Ragamuffins. Child, hold your head up high Keep pressing through the night Like a candle in the shadows The Late to Church Podcast is an AMET Creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder. You are good. You are worthy. You are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace.